The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Oh, welcome back. Thank you. I know you were back yesterday. I was back yesterday, and yeah. I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, first day of school. Oh, my gosh. Well, for some, and the uh, first day of school tomorrow, but this week, Jackson County, back to school. Yeah, and uh, a family tradition as you and my mom and my brother's family show up before we're ready to take the photos at my house. And uh, you guys took some photos while we were still getting ready. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you have to get there five minutes before I tell you guys to. It's the only time that you're early to anything in your life. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> yeah. there's, uh, there's James, he's James. ready for second grade. There's a little brother, Quincinati. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one, I haven't heard that one yet. Oh. <sighs> Great first day of school outfits. Yes, yeah. yes, very nice. So we were excited. Uh, Queens parking or parking lot was filled with people. I mean, filled. Mm -hmm. It was great. I see so many people I went to school with now that their kids are at school. It's amazing. It's a good feeling. Oh, that's great. Yeah, very cute, very yeah. cute. Sixth grade. Wow. And, um, you know, Brandon's son starts tomorrow. We're excited for him. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited because. Um, Shard Park Academy has a new parking lot. We're all excited. Yeah, everyone. Where are you going to park? <laughs> you going to get there early? Yeah. <laughs> and there's the uh, grandparents with uh, the grand children there. Is there any crying? No, no crying. No, well, this is good. Like Before you came out, there was. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> so, yeah, it was. Uh, it's amazing. Hey, I was gone and I brought you back a gift. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, nicely wrapped yeah, as it was. well. Mm -hmm. Looks like... Um, Real salt, ancient fine sea salt. Now, this is important because I didn't get this at any of the destinations I went to. I got it at one of the airports where oh, I had a layover, okay. and I know that you appreciate that thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the Salt Lake, uh, yeah. the, the Salt Lake. Yeah. Wow. Ancient huh. sea salt. You know, it's weird is I bought that one, and then I went into another airport store, and they had like a nicer version of it, but I just got you that one. So, um, there you go. I know you like to cook a lot. It looks like sand. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. I'll use it. Yeah. Hey, Thank today's you. show is brought to you by Heather Herndon. Heather Herndon, love living in Jackson. And Heather reminds us each week what's great about living here. And this week, Laughlin Slice of Spice. And they found it on exceptional customer service principles, flavorful American recipes, a generous beer and wine selection, a comfortable atmosphere located in the Village Crossing Mall in Spring Arbor and uh, Laughlin Slice of Spice is ready to uh, ready to host those after uh, after game pizza parties. I love Slice of Spice. Thank you to Heather Herndon for shining the spotlight on another great uh, reason we love living in Jackson. Uh, today, the start of the Chelsea Fair. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Hillsdale. They wait until school starts before they start their fair. 
Uh, also today, the ISD will be unveiling the swimming pool at the Lyle Torrance Center after a year of renovations and upgrades. So congratulations to Principal Amy Rogers and the ISD. We'll be there a little bit later today. Today, uh, we've got um, word from the FDA. They want to authorize another round of booster shots. Really? That's today's COVID news, along with Anthony Fauci um, calling it quits. He's going to find something else to do. He says. Who is? Dr. Fauci. I, he's under fire, right? He's under heat. Not anymore. He's said, I'm out. Is he? Yeah. Well, I think he still has some questions to answer. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think he's not going to answer any more questions. I still want to know what happened to Deborah Burks. I think she's still around. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting during the next pandemic, which doctor wants to step, step up and be, the, uh, <laughs> be that person. I mean, I don't think there'll be a long line of uh, folks willing to step up and uh, tell the country about the next virus. Mm -hmm. uh, did you hear about the uh, big race at the uh, horse racing track? I didn't. Well, it's actually, um, it's, a, it's a race that isn't um, typical for a horse racing track. It is a um, race of T-Rex dinosaurs, uh, a race more than a million years in the making. Really? And we have a clip. And they're off in the T-Rex Derby. About a hundred T-Rex is coming down the stretch. It's Dynamite, Ramblin' Rex along the inside, and it's Sexy Rexy and Dino. Sexy Rexy and Dino. Sexy Rexy, Dino. Sexy Rexy. Fun. 150, wow. 150 T-Rexes, and the rule was you have to supply your own costume, but can you imagine um, the T-Rex costume store? Oh, I'm sure they, wow, I'm sure they were thrilled. <laughs> uh, several people fell of the 150, but this is a long-time tradition at the uh, Emerald Downs in the state of Washington. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. Had you known, you could have taken a uh, side trip. I would have, yeah, yeah. I would have. It was, uh, look at the um, blocks of wood holding the start finish line down. How do you bet on those? I don't know, I'm sure Brandon and Adam could figure out a part way. <laughs> There's always a way. You weren't here yesterday, Brandon, but I, I told the story I was gambling in the Reno airport and Ella and I got removed from the slot machine. Oh, no. She's not 21. Well, that happened. You remember. We were, yeah, we were, we were in Las Vegas, and you wandered past the uh, area you're not supposed to wander past, and we um, got the same Who scolding. takes a 19-year-old to Vegas? That's what I'd like to know. Okay? That was... that was Yeah. Each day on JTV, on the morning show and the afternoon show, we unveil a Bright Walls mural artist coming to Jackson, and they are coming from all over the world. And uh, today, the Bright Walls artist, we are happy to announce, is have a nice day. Steffi Lynn, she's coming back. She painted the mural on the back of the library. She was born in Austin, Texas, lives in Brooklyn. Her work is filled with quirkiness, color, and character. She takes normal scenes and moments and makes them playful, exciting, and enticing. She's worked for Samsung, Volkswagen, National Geographic, Converse, 
Adobe, American Eagle, Wendy's, Austin City Limits, and a lot more. Awesome. So we will have the Bright Walls team, Bright Walls mural artists on our shows starting next week. And we will be unveiling the mural locations. You'll see them and hear them here first on JTV. Yeah, that's uh, one of my favorite murals we have right now, the one on the library uh, coming from the uh, northwest side of town. It's great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Today's show is brought to you by U.S. Staffing Agency, and they are your complete employment specialists serving job seekers, employees, and employers. Their mission is to help develop communities by building relationships and connecting people. Visit them at usstaffing.com. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, summer's winding down. Do you feel it? Oh, man. I'm just depressed about it. Have you been to a baseball game this year? <laughs> I don't think so. When, you're, when, are, you, when are we going to do the staff uh, Tiger game outing? I think we're going to probably uh, do, have to take a staff Lions game. Uh, nothing like a ballpark hot dog. Uh, in fact, did you see this uh, clip uh, from a Chicago game? A uh, little boy in the stands. This uh, went viral. Uh, Poor little guy, let's take a look. Ballpark, and sure enough, our crew gets a shot of the hot dog. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh the horror! Oh, the humanity! <laughs> mm, dad's thinking, you know, that $8. Ugh. Good news the restaurant Wiener's Circle <laughs> offered the uh, boy and his dad all you can eat hot dogs. Really? Yeah. That's fun. So, real fun. Hey, uh, real quick, <laughs> real quick, I want to get to some scores. Can yeah. I do that for you? Our Extreme yeah. Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They are renovating and it is going to be phenomenal over there when uh, they are finished. They're putting in a new highway. They're putting in a new highway, the Extreme Dodge Highway. Uh, you were out at Northwest last night and they uh, christened their new tennis courts. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous out there. So, um, yeah, some uh, results. Volleyball. Michigan Center defeated Leslie. In boys soccer, Manchester was a winner. Grass Lake was a winner. Jackson Christian Onstead, both winners. Jackson Golf, Natalie Kolka won medalist honors at her match. Uh, or, excuse me, at Jackson's match at the, in Tecumseh. She shot a 79. And in um, boys tennis, Northwest, they, they uh, won 8-0 over Hillsdale to... Uh, First victory on the new tennis courts, and that's in our fact, Extreme Dodge scoreboard. They've not won a home match in 10 years. Really? Because they haven't played a home match in 10 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Can you imagine being on the road for 10 years? You know, uh, where I ran track in college, we had to practice outdoor uh, outdoor at a high school. Oh, wow. So imagine that. Wow. It's beautiful. So I think the Northwest campus is done, <laughs> and it looks great. So is that it? I don't know. You got anything else? I think that's it. I know we have a very busy show. We Who's do. coming in today? Today we have a jam-packed show. We're going to get things started with Ray Hines from MVP Sports Store right after this break. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. This Friday night, it's Downtown Jackson Cruise Night. It is the fourth of five summer cruise nights 
And this Cruise Night is going to be extra special because the concert is the Jackson Symphony Orchestra Heroes and Heroines, the theme of the Summer Pops concert at Horace Blackman Park. So the weather forecast looks great. We're going to have a great turnout of cars and people and music. We'll see you downtown this Friday evening. Now we'd like to welcome the man that's been outfitting the JTV sports commentators for 10 plus years, Ray Hines from MVP Sports Store. Good morning, morning, Ray. Morning, good to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's been, uh, it's been a while. Did you have a good summer? Yeah, like Bart and I were saying, it's just been too fast. I, I mean, it just flew by. I know. It like for everybody says that. Everybody says that. Everyone's saying that, yeah. yeah. It's just, it gets shorter. Sure the kids. The kids are saying that yeah. as well. Yeah. I think part. Part of it is we had such a beautiful summer. We did have a yeah. beautiful summer. Yeah, my good one. Yeah, we did. Oh, and we have, this is an example of the work of MP, MVP Sports Store, the uh, JTV uh, t-shirt. Yeah. Which you see at uh, events all over town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Got our commentator gear out. And these are one of our most popular items, yeah. the uh, dad hat. The we dad ordered hat. these a few years ago yeah. from from the oven. They are, that's what they call them upstairs, the yeah. dad hats. The dad hats. It's yeah. either a dad hat or a, you know, a trucker hat anymore. Trucker hat, yeah. can't, can't get your hands on them. I know. It seems like uh, <coughs> the, uh, the trends in uniforms, uh, they're going crazier and crazier. I think, oh, I think yeah. of these baseball uniforms. What's the latest uh, trend when someone comes in? What are they looking for? Sublimation is big in uniforms. And the thing about that is it, you can do anything you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, you put anything you want on the shirt anywhere, and you see it, it's really big in softball. Yeah. I mean, some of the softball teams are crazy what they have. Yeah. And uh, one of the big ones we did, I think it was a few years ago, was Luma Christie fishing. Yes. And that one turned out great. I mean, it, and they had a lot of sponsors on it, right. obviously, and they look, they look cool. And it's, it's a nice, you know, you do it in performing shirts, you can do it in hoodies, all kinds of different um, yeah. products. So. Works out pretty nice with anything you want to do. Yeah, and you guys do uh, do the majority of all that in house. I know you've invested in, in new machines yep. to uh, to speed up processes and be able to take yeah. on more. And um, you guys do anything from corporate sports to uh, business, correct? Yeah, that's kind of a misconception because of our name and right. how we started. I mean, yeah. it was just a couple guys in a garage, and we were coaches, so it was sports teams that we're hooked up with and uh, you know a lot of different companies now that we deal with just word of mouth and obviously a lot of nice advertising and uh, you get your name out and people that coach you know they have jobs and you know a lot of companies that just need stuff for their employees and and there's here for everybody there's like nothing that doesn't exist to put your logo on now I mean no, you can almost right. do yeah. anything I saw yeah. I think in one of your catalogs i saw a little velcro thing that you could wind up your iphone cord with and yeah. put a logo on it yeah so i mean it, yeah, the promotion products are are big and uh, i kind of had a lull for a while i don't know why but those are really coming back good promotion products so you work with uh, um, a lot of uh, great clients in jackson mm-hmm yeah, advanced. That's, a, that's a tough logo to uh, embroider. Yeah, it's a little tricky. Um, <laughs> it really is. We went through a few iterations, which is what we typically do um, to get everything right, how they the customer wants it, and uh, you know some of them are kind of hard to put together. Um, this one, I think I got a shot of a screenshot of the um, 
Yeah, there it is. That's the actual embroidery file on a screen. Yeah, and you guys, and, uh, you guys do it all right there. Show you what it's going to look like. Yep. Pick your color thread, things yep. like that. One thing that's nice about, and this has happened to us many times, where I'll order something and you'll say, you know, how about doing this with the thread? Yeah. You know, it's nice. You guys know what's going to look good on what. Yeah. Yeah. There's this new machine. That's a new machine. It's like top of the line. It really speeds up production. I mean, it takes some jobs and cuts time in half just because of the process on the machine. That screen print? Um, yep. And that was that Western, uh, the Parma logo we did on that. That screen printing machine, every time I'm in there, you know, it's so, I feel like if I would even attempt to spend five seconds on it, I'd break that machine. No, it's pretty robust. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you really have to do something wrong to break it. I wouldn't miss it's a It's foolproof. There's a lot of sensors and safety. Yeah. You know, you see safety bars on it, and there's, you know, sensors for everything. Thing that moves. On what the machine, uh, so. talk about talk about the technology here compared to when you first started in the business? Well, when you start, you're I mean you're pushing ink with a squeegee. It's yeah. all manual. Um, yeah. We rarely use our manual machine. It just sits in a corner because we have two automatics. And uh, the first automatic we purchased was it was a starter. You know, mm -hmm. it was I don't want to say low on it. It's, man, it's, we've worked the heck out of it yeah. for sure. Um, but this one is it's got. No, it's Wi-Fi cable, so if you have any issues, you can contact this, uh, the company that built it, and they can log in and help you out. It's, a total, it's touch screen, so you can see everything you're doing on every station. Um, and, it's like you when know, JCV just, started, we bought that starter camera. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember the starter camera? Yeah, Brandon remembers it's, that. Yeah, but it's really a great machine as far as production because it does. It takes jobs that would take four hours and cuts it literally in half yeah. because you can just process the job yeah. twice you, as fast. When you first, uh, when you guys first started MVP, did you ever think you'd be working with the variety of businesses that you're currently working with now? Uh, not really, you just never know. I mean, you didn't know from starting a garage to yeah. where you'd be and then we bought a building, we added it on, it's full. Oh, yeah. you know, we don't have a lot of room to move in there now, um, but you just don't know. Um, but like I said, you, we're dealing with sports teams and all those guys coaching uh, you know they all work yep. you know they word gets around to to anything you need so every time i come by i, I try and bring our mutual friend andrew Sargent yeah. with me and he, he uses the bathroom there yeah if he has to but uh you guys are great with all customers and uh spend so much time with all the customers yeah. is that just kind of how how you guys are yeah i mean you try to be you want to yeah. get as much info up front from anybody and I mean you know Brad he's a people yeah. person for sure so he's good to have up front um, talking with everybody about what they need and yeah. do a lot of uh, shirts and apparel for a lot of the teams all throughout the area school teams mm -hmm. uh, travel teams little leagues and one thing I've noticed uh, you support all these teams as well you are one of the sponsors of yeah. so many of these leagues and not only do you make the, the apparel, but you also support the, uh, the schools and the teams that um, are your customers. Yeah, absolutely. You try to, you know, anything you do to help them out, you know, because yeah. a lot of those teams are on tight budgets. I mean, they, they do a lot of fundraising stuff, so, you know, yeah. it's an opportunity to sponsor. Yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the teams you work with, right, they, they might not have the football budget, right, yeah, things right. like that. So, you yeah. know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, people doing some fundraising yeah. and things like that. Um, what's the uh, what's the lead time? Like if I've got an event and I need a hundred shirts, what's the lead time on that? 
We try to keep everything within two weeks. Nice. Um, we've had some times this year where we've been just totally swamped and get hit with some big jobs and it gets bumped out. But we try to schedule so we can, you know, squeeze things in if somebody needs something because, believe it or not, things sneak up on people. <laughs> Even an event that was scheduled last year, you go, oh man, I gotta, I, I gotta get some shirts or towels or yeah. some hats, whatever. What's the goofiest mm -hmm. thing you've ever put a logo on? Oh my gosh, I don't know. You know, we just did some goofies, I don't know. We did some bow cases recently. Oh, that's cool. For a team that was in an international bow shooting competition. Cool. But I don't know, it's kinda. You know what a great idea cool. is for a smaller team like basketball, softball, baseball, is to get uh, embroidered book bags, mm -hmm. or embroidered equipment bags. Yeah. That's, always a, that's always cool, the, uh, the teammates Teammates feel special. They're yeah. the only ones with that. It's very cool. Yeah, you get them, you know, numbers and names on too. Yeah, for the kids. So. Cool. Great idea. Cool. Well, we'll be uh, over to see you soon yeah. as uh, high school football is starting this week. We can't believe it. I know. And uh, yeah, we'll be airing a game live Thursday. So can't wait. Yeah. Again this year, the MVP Sports Store pregame show starts every game broadcast, as it has for uh, more than 15 years on JTV Sports. It's amazing. Thank you yeah. for all your... Uh, um, Works good for us, that's for sure. Yeah, we appreciate it. See you soon. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Yep. MVP Sports Store owner, Ray Hines. We will preview the Civil War muster coming up next on The Morning Show. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Join the JSO Summer Pops. They have a performance coming up. It is the Heroes and Heroines, Friday, August 26th, 7 p.m., at Horace Blackman Park. Join the JSO in honoring both fictional and real heroes and heroines that give the people in our country hope. This is sponsored by County National Bank. Concert is free, but you can purchase VIP tickets for 30, and that includes special seating and a pre-party. Again, August 26th at Horace Blackman Park. You didn't know you'd have to say heroines twice, did you? <laughs> say what? <laughs> Uh, the Civil War Muster is this weekend, and we welcome in from the Jackson Civil War Muster, President Maurice Simhoff, and from the Michigan State Capitol, Director of Tours, Education, and Information Service, Matt Van Acker. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Looks like uh, the forecast is pretty good for this weekend for the muster. So far, there's some rain on Monday, and as long as it doesn't go backwards to Sunday, we're all good. You've been working hard. We saw each other about 10 days ago out at the band shell, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's been a lot of work, but I know you're very excited yeah. about this. I'm super excited. I was just telling Matt a second ago how in his office in Lansing earlier this year, I was talking about possibly bringing the muster back and to now be here on the week of the muster week to have it coming this weekend is super exciting and thrilling. Well, you know, uh, people have said Civil War muster in Jackson, the Civil War wasn't in Jackson, but Matt, Jackson does have a very strong connection. It certainly does. So, you know, Michigan had a population of about 750,000 
just before the start of the war, we sent 90,000 um, soldiers, uh, over one half of our eligible male population, and a large number of them mustered in from the Jackson area. We had several companies that, that trained here in Jackson before they went off to war, and a number of companies that enlisted with other regiments in other parts of the state that came from the Jackson area. So a huge contribution. And the governor at the time during the Civil War actually was from Jackson? It certainly was, yeah, Austin Blair. We um, memorialize him um, quite a bit at the Capitol, a statue, the only um, person who has a statue on the grounds of the Capitol, Austin Blair, a beautiful portrait of him in the Senate chamber. Uh, his contributions were incredible to the war. And Jackson can, can be proud of, of their son, yeah, that okay. he literally led our state through this really yeah. trying time in our country. And this weekend, you'll be participating in the Civil War Muster, sharing your knowledge uh, in, a, in a talk. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've had the honor of uh, serving with and directing a really incredible project to preserve our state's Civil War battle flags that were originally housed in the Capitol. And I've worked on the project for about 30 years, and it's a really amazing collection of uh, 160 Civil War battle flags and another 80 carried by Michigan troops in the Spanish-American War. And, yeah. World War One. Uh, they have incredible stories to tell. How Maurice and I first met a number yeah. of years ago, he inquired about seeing the battle flag collection, partic particularly the flags of the 102nd, yeah. the colored regiment from Michigan. And yeah. We connected, I think we could say, and have been friends yeah. since. What was the uh, process to uh, procure all the, the old flags yes. and get them back into, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you have to preserve them in a certain way? We do, yeah. And we actually just opened a new Heritage Hall at the state capitol and included in that is a state-of-the-art conservation lab where for the first time ever our staff will be conducting on-site conservation. Uh, most of the flags came into the state's possession in 18 1966, the oh, wow. men who fought beneath them turned them over to the care of the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a, I feel oh, like I'm history. taking yeah, away from funny. the muster. And, oh, um, no, no. But, um, uh, yeah, the flags are really, really incredible. Well, you know, yeah. tying into the... Uh, to the muster, I mean, you get to see uh, the equipment, the right. clothing, the uh, yeah. the tools. Right. You and really get to see the sign of the times. Right, and you can see in this photo here, you know, at a reenactment, um, the scale of the flag. So uh, at the reenactments, you get to see the flag's reproductions out onto the field um, and see you know, how they played an effect uh, during the Civil War in that style. Being, being a flag bearer was, um, an incredible honor, but it was also basically a death sentence. And mm -hmm. the regiments rallied upon the colors, and the Confederates recognized the quickest way to dishearten the Union troops would be by dropping the man who mm -hmm. was carrying the, the flags. And yeah. incredible acts of courage yeah. took place around the battle flags. Right. And we look at this flag that are being shown here. This is the flag of the 24th Michigan. Um, that was once the size of the previous flags that we just yeah. saw. Mm -hmm. Um, and that had a lot of stuff happen to it at Gettysburg, yeah, right? Yeah, the 24th yeah. suffered, we believe, the highest casualties of any of the 400 Union regiments at Gettysburg. They took 80% casualties. Wow. Nine men died or were mortally wounded carrying that flag at Gettysburg. What are we looking at But here? the flag still makes its way back. That's it does, amazing. yeah, it does. Very proudly they turned over what was left of it. So this is um, our staff actually removing the flags from the Capitol cases. Um, where they were kept till 1990 when the capital was restored. We made a decision to remove them and send them to archival storage at the State Historical Museum. We have a really great partnership with our friends at the museum and the flags are archivally stored there. 
Maurice, did you find a flag that had been uh, hidden away or lost? Yeah. No, not not exactly. So when I Matt mentioned when I met Matt, we had you know toured the um, Battlefly collection, and one of the flags we were looking at was the flag of the 102nd Colored Troops, and the flag had not probably been out to be viewed in quite some time, and it was still really rolled up and beat up, and you couldn't really make out you know, what that flag mm -hmm. was and what it looked like. So uh, we began to kind of explore, <laughs> and uh, it ended up going through the uh, Michigan Save the Flags program, mm -hmm. uh, through the Michigan State Capitol uh, Save the Flags program, and it was sent out to the TPA, um, Textile Preservation Associates, mm -hmm. um, over in Virginia, and they were actually able to unfurl the flag a little bit and, and piece it together. Uh, through amazing. conservation and that we could actually make out some of the words that were on that flag um, and help due to some research where we found the newspaper articles. Uh, newspapers are one of the greatest resources mm -hmm. <laughs> for uh, studying that period. Most of the information we've learned about the collection has come from wonderful people like Maurice right. who have taken mm -hmm. it upon themselves to do the research that's necessary. Yeah. So uh, the muster, it's happening this weekend. What are yeah. the, what's the key info that uh, Jackson needs to know? Sure. Well, it opens at 9 a.m. That's one of the big things. Parking is, is as usual, mm -hmm. uh, right by the school is if you're going to the fireworks. It is free. Um, again, thanks to Trip, Trip uh, excuse me, Trip's Auto Shop and Experience Jackson. Um, and then uh, we'll have some speakers beginning at 10 a.m., um, beginning with John Gibney. There'll also be some drilling going on, so you can see the, drill, the soldiers doing the drills before the battle takes place. Mm. So you can see them doing the maneuvers and getting yelled at in some cases when they're not <laughs> doing things right. Um, so you'll see some of that going on. And then at 2, 2 p.m. Um, is our battle. Um, and you'll want the best spot is on the top of the hill. So if you can get there early, because people show up at 12.30, 1 yeah. o'clock, and they put their chairs down, mark their spot. So the earlier you get there to claim your spot, the better. And we're expecting over 400 reenactors this wow. year, um, which is more than some recent years. Not as much as the 90s. The 90s yeah. were, were, were quite big. Um, but at, compared to some recent years, 2017, 2018, when the muster was last held, um, we're looking to have quite a few reenactors. Wow, and Matt, your um, talk, where, uh, what are yeah, the Yeah, I think I'm in the band show yep. at 4 o'clock. Yeah, if anyone's interested in learning more about this incredible collection, um, yeah, I'd love to have you come and, um, and we can talk some more and go over some more stories, wonderful stories and sad stories of the battle flags and how they were used in combat. Maurice, you've been a reenactor in the past, I think, yeah. as, a, as a kid or middle school student. Right. Uh, are you going to be, you're probably too busy to... I, I will be too busy, <laughs> unfortunately, to be out in the field. I'd love to be out in the field, especially with it coming back, but I can't be on the field and have to be elsewhere at, at the same time. So hoping to be able to, you know, do both at some point in time. I know there's some fun stuff going out on in the evening, so I may switch over in, in the evening time when things cool down. For, like for the ball, sure. for example, oh, there's a beautiful uh, grand ball that we're holding on the... Uh, driving range at 7 oh, p.m. Nice. So I think that's a chance where I'll be able to uh, slip into some 1860s clothing and, uh, and relax for a little bit. Awesome. Looking forward to the weekend. Thanks for all the work that you both are, work, are doing to make this a, a fantastic 35th year of the muster. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. The uh, Director of Tours, Education and Information Service at the Michigan State Capitol, Matt Van Acker, and Civil War Muster President, Maurice M. Hoff. More of the morning show. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights.
Welcome back to the show. We are brought to you by KNL Telecom. Joe Sharp, owner of Printer Source Plus, has started a new telecom company with Brad Van Kelberg and Andy Adair. KNL Telecom provides commercial voiceover internet phone services and systems. Check out their Facebook page today. Joining us now on the show from Summit Heights Dental Care, Cassie Legal. Hi, thank you for having me. How's Good morning. Good. I saw you on Sunday night. Yeah. And then I saw you this morning. Yeah, long time no see. And <laughs> it's crazy that these kids are back in school already, isn't it? It went way too quick. I know. I know. It still feels like summer. Yeah. So did uh, did you have a good summer? We had a great summer. We had a great summer. We we made a little bucket list at the beginning and we checked all the things and went and saw all the places and we swam, we skied, we awesome. ran. Wow. Kids did a triathlon really? this summer. Yeah. Now I know uh, your husband in the at the office is so busy. So he's busy. one of the I think I think he's really the only dentist I know that works five days a week. Yeah. How, how are how's how are you guys able to enjoy the summer and still get all that work in? So we take we've we've always taken Fourth of July off okay. that week. Uh, we didn't in the beginning, um, and then we figured it out that like people didn't show up that week because everyone yeah. was on vacation. So then we started shutting down. So nice. we get that kind of reset and then Nick, we take the kids somewhere that week. That's so cool. we went up to Mackinac Island nice. um, this summer. So that was fun. And actually like such a small world, we got up there and we're eating dinner and I looked down and I go, hey, isn't that your friend from school? They were like in the hotel room next to That's us, funny. you know, so. Yeah, yeah, really, the only way to uh, yeah. completely get away is to to leave Michigan, but yeah. why would you? It's so no, nicer. so so great. So yeah, we had a great summer. What about you guys? It was wonderful. Uh, we were. It seems like uh, just yesterday we were doing the Selby at the I end know. of last uh, school year. Andy yeah. went on about five vacations this summer. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I did, but I've still never taken a sick day. Look at you, model um, employee. You're going to be here in Jackson this weekend, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I am going to be here this Cassie weekend. Cassie has helped uh, bring the Summer Events series to yeah. our viewers all summer long. In fact, you participated in some I of did. the did. Thank events. you. I got to do a few. That was fun. I think we have a clip. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, we do. Let's take a look. I think for a lot of them, uh, this is a great uh, last race just to kind of work everything out before the state meet. Uh, the thing that I loved about this race in particular was getting to race against athletes you might not normally see. And this is a very interesting dynamic because you have a pack of three running to really close in on that lead runner. I mean, that's a hard race to run when you're all alone. Is that? Uh, and and you can see the three runners there working, working together. together and they are really closing the gap. So, I mean, this is anyone's race. So we are up here soaring hey, above Jackson County. Woo! We're with Jody yeah. with Remax Balloon. Yes. Thank you so much oh, for having us. Welcome. How long have you been uh, doing the Hot Air I Jubilee? I have been graciously uh, flying in the Jubilee for about 30 years. 30 years? Yeah, started when I was 10. That's, that's amazing. Well, this is truly an, an incredible once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I can't thank you enough for letting us come up here you with bet. you. We like the uh, sponsorship, and it's great. There's over a million people that have this on their bucket list. 
Yeah, we had so much fun at the Selby that yeah. three hours just flew by. We it, saw you in, it the, did. in the hot air balloon. Now, you have a, actually an interesting story about hot air balloons. I did. Well, because you asked me if I was nervous. I was like, no, it was fun. Because I actually got to go up in a hot air balloon. That's how my husband proposed to me. Oh, yeah. my God. And uh, Dave Salisbury, and it was the Michigan State, because being a Michigan State alumni, yeah. he, he got the Michigan State balloon, and he took us up there. He did not propose in the balloon, because once you're in the balloon, it's very tiny. Yeah. And it's very loud. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't, like, he didn't plan that out. He got out there, he's like, this isn't romantic. Yeah. So we he proposed when we landed, cool. but it was a really cool experience. Well, so. you can't you can't kneel down. No, yeah, you couldn't kneel. No, no. there was no kneeling. Well, uh -uh. Plus, what if it's your husband? And and the you don't go that high, right? And all the dogs that you go over bark at you. Really? So it was yes, it was it was just dogs long. barking. Now you won't go up in a balloon. I have. I've, I've done it. Yeah. Okay. It's off. My bucket it's, list. It wasn't okay. even on my bucket list. I just love the, the views. Yeah, it's not beautiful. I know. I love the views from your video yeah. and from uh, Jeff and Sarah's photos. It's it's unbelievable the views that you get. Yeah. Actually, I sent, I took pictures uh, because we went right over Willoughby Concrete. Oh, And nice. I got some beautiful pictures, aerials of them with the balloons in the background. They're like, we're going to put this on the wall. That's cool. So Very it was cool. great. Nothing more beautiful than concrete from the air. <laughs> you know what? Fresh concrete. Honestly, I've talked to people that just get a new concrete driveway, and there's honestly nothing better. Yeah, it is there beautiful. really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> a new concrete driveway. So of the three of us, um, you're the only one that has not been in a hot air balloon, so that's still on your list. Yeah. Okay. It is, yeah. it is, but uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna do it, so. But we'll, we'll be back, we'll have the Selby again yeah. next year. That was a lot of fun. Jeff Steers helped us out. Uh, one thing that was interesting to Cassie and I is every athlete we interviewed, yeah. they had not practiced track and no. field all, yeah. really all year. I mean, ever since COVID, teams, kids can play multiple sports. Yeah, the dual athletes. Yeah. You know, and then and so, the and, the, and the way that they stack their schedule, these kids were doing baseball, and so they have multiple baseball games, and then the, the one, I mean, they went, they'd win the race, and they're like, yeah, I've been to track practice twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. It's amazing. And yeah. East Jackson was such a beautiful facility mm -hmm. to have the Selby that, uh, breaking news, the Selby is now permanently going to be at Are East you serious? Jackson. Yes. That's really? wonderful. Did you know that? I did not know that. And I should know that, right? I feel like I should have had the inside source of, from I East Jackson know that. schools. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, I hope so. That's great. That's great news. Mm -hmm. Steve Doerr, superintendent, yep. said so. It's perfect. It's a beautiful yeah, setup. It's, it plenty of room, great yeah. layout. I mean, you have the dome there. It's just... Yeah, it's, it's cool. Very cool. Yeah, great yeah. facility. Well, thanks for all that you... Um, doing the community. Thanks for sponsoring. Hey, our thanks for having us. We appreciate it. It was a fun summer. Yeah. So. Yeah, summer event series that came to an end as high school mm -hmm. football begins. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thanks, Cassie. Thank thanks. you. From Summit Heights Dental Care, Cassie Legat. Well, our football season begins this weekend and summer ends and our next guest is involved with both. Stay tuned. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. We'd like to now introduce minority shareholder owner of the Green Bay Packers, David Rice. Good morning. 
Morning. That's right. He was wearing a shirt yesterday. Owner, I own the green. You, you are part owner. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I know one of the highlights of your summer was going to the annual shareholders meeting. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people only have one share. I didn't realize how many people there were until you, you know, got in the stadium from the screen. And um, when we walked in, there was just so many people. So it's pretty cool. How do you acquire uh, ownership of the team now? Is it impossible? Um, well, they only do it every eight, nine years. So, okay. um, you know, when you want to, you got to do it then. So. Wow. And they sell out pretty quick. So you, were, you did that when you were eight? <laughs> no, I actually, I had a stake from just last year. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Dave uh, is here because he just wrapped up his uh, summer job at JTV, and now he's going to begin this weekend his uh, during the school year job at JTV. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, not an intern, uh, an employee. Dave, right. how, did, how did you first end up at JTV? Uh, well, I started out just doing halftime and postgame for sports, uh, and then eventually grew into um, helping out more with football and then doing play-by-play -play last year for basketball. Uh, this will be my fourth football season with JTV. So That's amazing. I remember uh, when I first met um, Dave, he was with his dad, Dave, and dad Dave was saying that his son was interested in um, broadcasting and television and sports. And he introduced me to um, little Dave, and Dave stood up in his stroller. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, it was a, it was at the father son uh, breakfast. Yeah, that was yeah. And the next thing you know, you are uh, you're working one of our key employees, and we're so happy to have you. You've done a great job. Talk a little bit about what you did this uh, this summer for JTV. Uh, helping out the uh, morning show, Bart show, more uh, upstairs behind the camera. Uh, also helping out with sports when that's going on, articles, um, behind the headset, doing a lot. So it's been fun. Yeah, and you were uh, the host of the Gus Macker uh, coverage yep. as well. Yeah, that was a lot of fun doing that. Got to interview the uh, dunk contest winner who's going to play at Ohio State now. Um, so did, it was fun. Did you know that um, the dunk contest winner uh, th that you interviewed, this gentleman, was a top Ohio State football he, recruit? He, he just said I didn't. That. I, no, I know he said that uh, now, but did you know at the time? Well, I didn't know that until I don't even remember who told me, but somebody told me, you know, he's going to Ohio State, right? I was like, no, I didn't know that until then. So, do you do you get nervous when you do those interviews? Um, well, that was my first time doing an interview like that for a for a show, so. Uh, I was a little nervous, but it was fun. It was good. Oh, I know you're wearing that Soha hat. You go to uh, what, what? Southampton. South Haven. Oh, South yep. Haven. Yep. So yeah, I know you spend a lot of time. Uh, South <laughs> I know you spend a lot of time up there. Hamptons. Thanks for coming in from the Hamptons. Yeah, well, we had a guest from the Hamptons <laughs> yesterday. So. Yep. Uh, South Haven, and did a lot of time in uh, Mackinac this summer. It's good. Uh, I think we have a few more uh, photos of how you spent your summer. Yep, we uh, helicopter ride Ooh. over uh, Mackinac Island there. So it was um, it was only a few minutes, but they pretty much took you around the island. That's, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's the ferry going back there. Um, but yeah, they took you in a helicopter ride over the island, and uh, you went down. You got to fly real close to everybody. 
Uh, besides what you do here at JTV and your adventure in South Haven and Mackin Island, what uh, what's the what's your real your real life? Um, well, I'm going into my senior year at Grass Lake. Um, I'm excited for that senior year. It's going to be a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it's fun just covering, especially when we do Grass Lake games, covering um, friends, you know, the guys on the field, and then back in the classroom. Is it uh, what do the what do your classmates think of your uh, broadcasting career? Uh, they like it. They want us to cover Grass Lake as much as possible, and um, you know, they was they're always asking for articles, interviews. Can you can you spotlight me? Can you spotlight us? Oh. Yeah. Do you think you spend more time at the, at the high school or JTV during the school year? Um, probably here, yeah. <laughs> which is a good thing. Which is great. And yeah, of course. It's good for us. Yeah, it's great for us. Yeah. Um, David, you have got some predictions for uh, the upcoming football season. Yep. Let's hear them. Uh, well, first game, of course, we've got Hudson Hanover. That's going to be live Thursday. Um, you know, Hudson, they're coming in. Uh, historically great, of course, they're defending state champions. This can be a really tough matchup for Hanover. Uh, and of course, you have Columbia and Napoleon week one. Uh, that's always a great rivalry. Uh, Napoleon, one of those Cascades Conference favorites, them and Addison. Um, I mean, we talked to Grass Lake a couple weeks ago at Media Day, and they went 2-7 and seven last year. And uh, they have a little bit of a tough schedule again this year. Um, I do expect them to be a lot better. Uh, so. If, and of course, Jackson High, the first year head coach, he's not new to the program. Uh, I expect them to have a solid season too. So a lot of bounce back years for a few teams. Yeah, who's making the playoffs this year? Um, well, now it's hard because it used to be six wins and you're in for sure. Right. Napoleon had six wins last year and they did not get in. A lot of people were upset about that. So um, I can't really tell you who's gonna be in the playoffs right now, just based, based on points. Um, so we'll see maybe about halfway through the season. Have I done anything to embarrass you at all this summer? Not that I can think of. Okay, Not right. yet, at least. No. Not that he's discovered. Not that he's <laughs> discovered. No. Dave and I have a wonderful interaction every morning where I say good morning and you say... Morning. Well, I'm tired. It's, it's 8 a.m. Yeah, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. so, but uh, we've enjoyed having you here. It's been, it's been awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this is actually Dave's last day of summer vacation. And yesterday was his last day of work, and so today it was going to be uh, his free day, but you're here. Well, it's, I enjoy being here, so yeah. glad to be on. And, I, and when uh, we booked you to come on the show, you said, hey, guys, do you want me to come in and work the morning show as well? And we said, no, why don't you go sleep in for, a, for an extra hour or two. So. Yeah. Got to sleep in a little bit. That's good. Well, thanks for coming, and thanks for all you do for JTV and uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing and hearing you on JTV Sports this this summer or this yeah. fall this fall this fall <laughs> I've never seen that the waving in the uh, control room no Have you I seen haven't that before? Yeah. never seen that oh I know you probably would never have uh, a mullet but it's pa it's back have you, you could get one I don't see myself pulling off one really? I've seen a couple of cool ones at games so. yes the uh, annual mud flap judging competition began, a.k.a. the mullet. And this started in Michigan, surprisingly, because the mullet, it's, I think it's known as a southern thing. In fact, uh, they're, they're, I think, also known as Kentucky waterfalls. But here in Michigan... That wins. <laughs> Done. Uh, actually, this is uh, the winner. O'Doyle. Yeah, the winner in the kids' division. 
Emmett from Menominee, Wisconsin. I uh, Menominee was in Michigan. Epic. Well, they've got one there, too. Oh. Uh, Epic, uh, also a finalist. <laughs> These are from, awesome. From, from Texas. The nice thing about this... <laughs> That's cool. That's got the American flag lasered in there. Yeah, lasered. This is a fundraiser. All the money raised goes to the Michigan Wig Foundation and Caden Kershaw, Kershaw, the team winner. $10 to enter. That's it. Imagine that. He's from Wisconsin. All these Wisconsin people. I don't know. The way it works is you, uh, they put the uh, finalists uh, up on on their website and people vote. So they had a lot of people in Wisconsin, nothing else to do this summer mm-hmm. but vote for the mullets. Now, you might have noticed that we just had kids and teens, so adults, your divisions are coming up this fall, so you can still enter if you have a mullet and you're an adult. And I think you might even have time to grow a mullet. I had one, a little bit. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I would like to see a picture of you with it the It was more like a, like a duff. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a photo. We'll find yeah. it. Yeah, we can have a photo. I, I went through a time. You're uh, not the, there yet. You'll get there. <laughs> the Michigan Wing Foundation provides uh, wigs for children experiencing hair loss, so it's a great cause, and it's a fun thing. You can see more of the uh, mullet finalists uh, on their website. I think we're all out of time. I think we are, yeah. Uh, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks to all our guests. Tomorrow, more sports. We'll have uh, David's boss, Noah Baker, on. He is our uh, sports director and production manager, along with Josh Burgett, our lead color commentator. And we'll also have Denise Owens from the Jackson County Fair. And that's all coming up tomorrow morning. So we won't see you, will we? Uh, no, not, nope, not tomorrow. All right, we'll sleep in. Oh, Thursday. you got to go to school. Thursday, Hudson Hanover, 645. We'll see you then. Later today, President and CEO of Consumers Energy, Garrett Groshop, Major Matt Grindle, the new Corps Officer of the Salvation Army, Susan Usher, Alexis Figuera, Ella LaCursey, Tanika Smith, Paige McCafferty, and Brittany Marsha, all lined up. We'll see you then.